everybody, it's your girl Kiara. Hey guys, it's Tasia. And we are back with another episode. We're going to talk about women dating down. Ooh. This is going to be stressful. Well, I try to let's keep, get. I try to keep my point of view short because you know I always got a story to tell, child. Girl, I know. So I did some research before we get to the questions, okay? Okay. So I read something called the uh, American Progress mm-hmm. Report. I, let's move on. The- According to this company called American Progress, women being the breadwinners of the household is the new normal. Mm. They wrote an article in 2017 that says single parenthood affects 40% of households as of 2019. Mm. And most single parent households are headed by women. Mm. So basically the woman has taken on the male role. Um, I also read from Forbes that Mm -hmm. women are waiting later in life to have children because of their careers. And Mm. it's not unusual for women to choose their careers first and family later um, because people want to establish themselves in corporate America. And this is also a trend happening in other developed countries. Okay. So what does dating down mean to you? Dating down means you having to settle at some point on a partner based upon convenience or comfort, like immediate comfort. So let's say somebody who's in college they only date like the local college guys because they feel like that's the only guys that they can get or like girls who only like date the drug dealers because they feel like that's all that they can get they don't feel like they should have to aspire towards anything more and i mean if that's where your comfort level is then baby do you i'm not knocking nobody if that's where your heart drives you to then that's fine but me personally once I set my standards and once I determine what level of life I'm on, I expect for you to match that level or exceed it. You should not be underneath me. And this is just for me personally. I don't date down. I can't date down. Why not? Dating di- because dating down is a waste of time. And I've dealt with a lot of professional time wasters. I'm not dealing with the guy who, what you doing? What you doing? What you doing? Hey, what you doing? Hey, what's going on? What you doing? All day. I can't. I work. I go to school. I'm working on building a business. I'm researching stocks and investments. I'm researching different things that are going to help me to elevate myself. I'm not sitting here stuck on the couch playing video games, watching Netflix, and smoking weed all day. So you tell me, so it sounds like what you're saying is, you're not willing to build your man up. He needs to come to you already established. Yes. I agree. But like I said, I always have an example. So I'm going to wait till later. <laughs> We're going to move on to the next question. How do you know if you're settling? Like, do you think over time you realize that you settled? Or do you just say, like you, you, know, like you mentioned previously, this is as good as it's going to get for now. So... I think there's a difference between like making a compromise for a good man versus settling or I'll put a good partner in this sense, a good partner versus settling. 
Okay. So for me, I need to know that my man is able to reach all these different points that I expect from a partner. And if there is something on the list where I'm like, but he doesn't do this well, or he's not strong at there, he's not great at that. And if there's something that I feel that I can compromise with, then I deal with it. But if there's something I can't compromise with, and I end up saying, you know what, well, that's just my man, I'll try not to let it bother me. It then becomes a thorn in your side. And that's when you realize, well, that's when most people start to realize that they've settled. I try to recognize the signs as it's first presented. I try not to let it become the thorn in my side. Well, I agree. I agree. But sometimes, I think sometimes for me, it's like, damn, am I looking for a problem? Is this like a non-issue and I'm making it an issue? I mean, that's just how I feel sometimes because no matter who you date, you're going to have something about them or something that they do that's going to drive you crazy um, that you're not going to like. But like you said, that comes with compromise. But over time, it's like, damn, I'm tired of compromising. I'm the only one that's doing it. Or, or Or what made you laugh is making you cry now. You know, that's what the old folks say. So, okay. So, do you you think that a woman being the breadwinner hurts the male ego? Yes. Oh, sorry. Yes. Because of the fact that if I, as the woman, am providing for you and you just sitting on your ass or you're not doing anything. But don't say, but okay, but but wait, hold on, though. But don't say it like sitting on your ass because that's not. Okay. Necessarily okay. the okay. case. The breadwinner, not not he's a house husband or a house father. Okay. I will say this. If you as the man range from sitting on your ass all the way to being the secondary provider of the house, well, you have to ask yourself, are you comfortable with your woman working harder than you? Are you comfortable with the fact that she's able to provide better than you can? But, like these are these are questions that men need to ask themselves. But I don't think that's fair. No, I don't think that's fair, Deja, because I think I think the way that you're thinking about it is in a non traditional sense. Which is okay, because it's non traditional. I'm not talking about for lack of a better word, a bub. <laughs> I'm not talking about a bub. I'm talking about he has an honest job. He's a, um, what's a low income job? Maybe he's, he's a custodian. Right. So perhaps that's what he does. He might be a custodian and the wife might be a nurse or a doctor, something with a high earning potential, something like that. And maybe they just met at work and they hit it off. He might be handsome, you know, and she's like, okay, you know, he's not, I like him because he he's not one of my peers. He's not some arrogant surgeon or some arrogant mm-hmm. doctor. You know, he's not, mm-hmm. he's not a fellow travel nurse where I have to worry about him not being here. Or, you know, neither of us being here because of our careers. We're in close proximity 
And I like his conversation. I like him. I don't care. I'm not embarrassed that my husband works for the Department of Sanitation or something like that. You know, I'm not talking about mm-hmm. somebody that just, I mean, but I can't say someone that does nothing because some, some families and I have a, I had a very big issue with understanding how is this possible? Some families have fathers as house husbands. I never heard, I'm just, I'm just being honest. I never heard, I never knew what the hell a house husband was. To me, it was the most ridiculous thing I ever heard. It sounded like I was on an episode of Pump. It just sound unrealistic because to mm-hmm. me, the way that we were raised, we were raised that the man is the provider. But right. like I'm saying, like I'm giving you these statistics, that's not happening at a 40% uh, capacity. That's almost half. So, I mean, obviously there's a shift here that's happening. Yeah. But a lot of a lot of people grew up in single mother households, correct? Was that the statistic? Well, te- well, that wasn't the statistic, but that's true. Sing- single parenthood is normal. It- it's unusual um especially in ethnic communities. To have a right. two-parent household. So, with having a single mother-dominated household, especially for a young boy to see that, he then gets it in his mind, it's permeated in his mind that, well, if my mom, if my mom took care of the house for all these years, if she was the provider, the breadwinner, then it's normal for my woman to be that as well. And see, I have a problem with that because some people do feel that way. Um, and then others are like, you know, no, my mother, I saw my mother struggle to work all of these jobs and go to school and have to depend on family and friends to raise me while she went to work in school. I'm not going to put my wife through that or I'm not going to put the mother of my child through that. Uh, you know, so we have an arrangement. Um, mm. I see that happen as well. But a lot of times, like you said, because there was no man in the household, uh, these men grow up not knowing how to be husbands and they end up divorced multiple times. Or they end up not knowing how to run a household. I agree. But, and but, I mean, it's sad to say, but like there are things that boys just don't know how to do anymore. Like they can't fix things around the house. Well, they, but that, like I said, you're thinking of it in a traditional sense. My question is, women being the breadwinner, does that hurt the male ego? Because I, yes. I see this fight on Twitter all the time where men are like, "Oh no, my woman can't make more than me because then she's gonna talk down to me and blah 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 blah." And I don't mm-hmm. think, I don't think it's, I don't think it's emasculating for a woman to make more money than a man i mean i just don't see what the problem is because if y'all are married the law considers you one person so it's one one home one household it's you all's money right y'all are one unit so we're just gonna move on to the next question because it's hard. I think it's hard for you to answer this because it sounds like you're thinking about it in a traditional sense, which is fine. But it's like there's no such thing as tradition anymore. Tradition and that's very tradition true, is I think over. It depends on the type of person that you are. I mean, if you're a person 
who holds on to traditional values, then you're expecting more from a man than to just be around. But if you're someone who's comfortable with the fact that your husband or your boyfriend, partner, whatever it may be, makes less than you, and that works for y'all dynamic, then by all means. I just know I'm not the type of woman to, how do I say this? I can't support my man in the way that his mother supported him. I need him to be able to support himself to some capacity. So you're not willing to date a man that has potential? I mean, yes. It doesn't sound like it. but no, I am willing to date a man with potential because as I'm growing as a person, I understand that someone else might be in their growing stage of life. So I can't judge you for, for where you are in your life. However, if you are just learning what it takes to be independent and how to establish yourself with your own house or with your credit or with anything like that without without a lot of parental guidance, I guess. I would say direct parental guidance. Like, they're interactive in your finances or in your selection process of a home. Things like that. Then, I don't know. Because I think because I've already moved on from that in my life, that to me it would just seem like you still need your parents for that. However, I can't judge you from your starting point. That's why I said I would be willing to date a man with potential. It's just, it's dependent upon where his starting point is for me. So is 50-50 a scam to you or expectation in a relationship? <laughs> um, I would say 50-50 is more of an expectation for me. Oh, no, because- that's a scam. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. This is your turn. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> really? How do I want to put this? Okay, I'll put it this way. You have one minute to explain. Yes, ma'am. I don't <laughs> like the idea of 50-50 because I'm not giving you half of anything. If I'm pouring my emotions and committing myself to a relationship, I'm giving you all of me. However, I feel like there needs to be an equal balance between giving and receiving in the relationship. So, I don't know. That's just my viewpoint. Okay. Well, I think for me, um, I have dated down. I know my friends are, when they hear this, they're probably going to be like, Kiara is mine. Like, no. I have dated down um, like a year ago, year or two, because it's been a year. So maybe Mm. a year and a half or maybe two years ago, I was definitely dating down. I was dating um, a barber. I really liked him. He was handsome to me. I do not typically date men with kids. I prefer not to um, because I don't have any kids. Mm. So he had never been to um, college, which is okay. He didn't go to traditional college. He went to trade school. Uh So he had a trade uh, with barbering and I didn't mind. Um, and he lived on a side of town that was very violent that I did not like that either. Uh, but I liked him. You understand what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So I dealt with it. Um, and like you said, that's compromising. Uh-huh. But eventually 
we started to have conversations because at the time I was in school getting my engineering degree. And he was like, you know, I really like that that's what you want to do. I like the fact that you um, have a government capacity job. Like, that's attractive to me that you, you know, you don't have any kids. Like, you're doing things in a certain order and that's attractive to me. And then when we started talking about, like, finances and um, how we wanted to grow as individuals, it just, it was, it was, it was so different um, that it literally just led to us not. He was like, well, we just don't need to speak anymore. Like, he didn't want to tell me he didn't want to be bothered anymore because he was like, uh. basically, basically the shit that I was saying, he's like, I can't compete with that. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah. so we just don't even need to go any further because we speak in two different languages. And that really hurt me because, like I said, I liked him. And it's like, and I think as women, that's where we become, men call it bitter, but I call it angry. Because it's like, how dare you sit, not that I felt this way, but it's like, how dare you sit up and tell me that you don't want to be with, any, with me anymore when I lowered my standards, you know, to be with you. Yeah. And I think as women, all of us go through that. We all date somebody where it's like, where your friends or your cousin or siblings want to be like, what the hell are you doing with him or her? What are you doing? I don't see what you see. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes you're just like, I don't want to hear it. I know, especially as women, we'll be like, I don't want to hear it. I like him. So, yeah. So leave it alone. But yeah, it's concerning to me that it's concerning to me that women settle as much as we do. And I think that's the point of this episode. You know, like, how much are you. How much are you willing to take as a woman before before you say, okay, you know, this is not working for me? Um, like, there's a post on Twitter where this woman says, we need to elevate our men. You live with your mother. That's no problem with me. You can move in with me. You don't have a car. Okay, you can drive my car. And I'm going to make a comment on that in a minute. <laughs> you have bad credit. I have a story about the bad credit. I have someone that I know personally who just taught their boyfriend how to apply for a mortgage and how to have a business account versus a personal account. Mm. And he's 40 years old. I don't understand. Mm. It's not making sense to me how at that age, at your big grown age, <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. how are you still hiding money in the mattress? And are you hiding money in the wall? Are you like, in the trap? What are you doing? Where are you a felon? You can't get a bank account. Do you not have a co-signer somewhere? And that's another thing that comes with dating down. Let me give an example because I don't want to sound judgmental. I'm just trying to give facts. Phaedra and Apollo. Phaedra is an attorney, right? An entertainment lawyer. Mm-hmm. Apollo has been in and out of jail for however long they get married and have these kids and get a house and everything and he starts a business and he goes back to scamming people <laughs> by um, screwing up the VIN numbers on these cars so when people go to like register their cars or report the car stolen or whatever and you know you have to get the VIN number um, the VIN numbers don't exist uh-huh. So to me, it's like I'm not understanding how a, a highly educated woman who went to school for eight years and had to pass the bar and she's practicing law. What are you doing 
with a common criminal. And not to say that criminals cannot change because, you know, it happens, whatever. That's a whole other episode. I'm not going into that. But it doesn't make (laughs) sense to me that she's helping him clean up his image and they're on reality TV. So, you know, whenever you're on TV or some popular platform, you know people are going to dig into records to see what they can find. So you have a whole car dealer. People are going to come to you just because who you are, just because you're on TV, because they want to say they bought a car from a celebrity shop. Okay? And you fucking with the VIN numbers and go right back to jail. Like, you understand what I'm saying? That's dating down. When she could have literally been with a lawyer, a judge, hell, she could have been with a paralegal. She could have been with literally anyone, but she chose to be with someone who um, on a social status is beneath her. Let's just call it what it is. So uh-huh. I don't agree with women giving their credit to these men or to whoever their partner is. I just don't believe that because your name is on your good name is on the line and then when the relationship is over you get upset and it's like well now i have something that i can't afford i thought that we bought it together right no you put your name on the line so if that is one person don't pay then they come after the next one you know so in some sense i could see you saying hey no when you come to me you need to come with your shit together come correct or don't come at all i definitely understand that but I don't know. And there's some leeway in that too. Like, I mean, if you're in school, if, if you're working, yes, I'm going to talk to you. If you like have a job but no car, we can work with that. Like, I agree because those things come later. Those things come with right. time. It doesn't right. just happen automatically. The only um, thing I can work with that is where I see your potential. It's like, you know, you're working I agree. hard enough to get up your own car, your own house, your own place, whatever. You're in school, working towards your degree. You're working towards something. something as long as I right. keep pushing and motivating yourself towards a goal, I'm willing to to deal with you, to see the potential in you, to invest my time and my energy in you. So let me but tell you why I, 50-50 is a scam. Before we huh? run, I'm going to tell you why 50-50 is a scam before we run out of time. Okay. There's this thing called blue therapy on YouTube. Mm. It's in London or it's in Europe somewhere. Okay. And there's an African couple. The girl's name is Chisholm. Okay. And the man's name is I don't know what the hell his name is. John. She's been with this man for years. They live together. Uh They they have a life together. Right. And that's her life partner. He's not having sex with her. So she goes on this blue therapy thing on YouTube and she's like, you know, are you not attracted to me? Am I gaining weight? Like, I need to know what it is. He's telling her that because he works as a personal trainer with rich celebrity clients, he comes home exhausted. He doesn't have the energy to have sex. And she's like, I just don't believe that because we've been together for X amount of years. We used to have Mm -hmm. sex like rabbits. And now you're telling me that you just don't have the energy, but I'm still cooking. I'm still cleaning. I'm still tending to the household. I'm still paying bills here. I'm still right. treating this relationship as if it's a relationship and I'm receiving nothing in return. And 
my feeling, that's why I say 50-50 is a scam because she's moving like that's her husband and they're right. not married. They've completely skipped a step here. And so now he's having buyer's remorse. I'm just telling yeah. you the truth. He wants to get rid of her. He wants to return to sender, but he doesn't know how to tell her. That's just my opinion. Now on the show, he's telling her, well, you know, I have to travel and go to these places that's far out because these people have money. They don't want to be bothered with the public. I, I have, I just don't have enough time in the day. But to me, what I'm hearing, what my ears hear is she reminds him of where he was when he had a dream and mm-hmm. he's, he's achieved whatever it is he was dreaming of. And now he wants someone that reflects where he is in his life and he's tired of her ass. Meanwhile, she can't move on because she has time, energy, emotions invested in this relationship and he's done with her ass. And the the thing is going viral because I found out about this on Twitter. So to me, it's just like 50-50 once again is a scam. And when she got with him, she was probably dating down. Okay? Yeah. Because personal trainers don't make no money. I'm just going to say what it is. Okay? Now, personal trainers do not add me. Do not come for me in my DMs. I don't want to hear it. You might yeah. be doing well, and that's great. You might own a gym or a chain of gyms, but that's not everyone's reality. So, let's just be honest. Okay? Um, so, you know, she said, and that's what she said in the show. She's like, he likes to overspend he likes to go out with these rich clients and they have millions so they can throw money in the club and stuff like that he doesn't yeah. want he doesn't want to be embarrassed so he'll do it he'll do the same thing knowing that they cannot afford it and then he'll spend the next week or two or the next month trying to make up for the money that he blew in the club and that right there is dating down yeah he's immature Wait, you can't have your priorities intact for our future our goals our benefit then what is the point i mean i'm sorry when i date someone i'm dating to actually build a future with you i'm not dating just to fuck you i'm not dating just to pass the time by i have plenty of things that can occupy my time if i'm with you it's for a reason it's because i see something in you i value you as a person and you're someone who I want to spend my time, my energy, my love, my money, my anything on, my everything on. I don't have time to be sitting up with a man who's going to waste the hard-earned money that I'm putting into our relationship and our household for you to go blow it. Just as yeah. much as I would expect for my husband to be upset with me if I'm out here blowing money that we can't afford to be blowing. Right, so... I just think, I just think women should date up. I'm sorry, and unfortunately, we we don't have enough time to talk about it. The episode is coming to a close, oh. but I definitely think that women should date up, and I'm I'm avid about that. I always, hey, raise your standard. Go for the go for the champagne. You don't have to go for the beer. Okay, I'm okay. just I'm just being raise honest. Your standards, know your worth, love who you want to love, and that's what it is so all in all I think I think women dating down um I don't know I feel, I don't know Deja, I feel like it's inevitable but at the same time 
It doesn't have to be the standard because all we're going to do as parents, whether it's a mother or a father, we're going to turn around and tell our daughters, don't, don't do that. Don't do like I did. I'm not saying I regret marrying your mom or I regret marrying your dad, but I just wish that this and that. So don't be like me. Don't do that. You know, Um, and, and that's not fair because to me, it sounds like somewhere along the lines, it was the same thing. You have buyer's remorse. So with with that being said, thank you guys for tuning into another episode. Thank you. We appreciate you guys. And leave me comments. Don't send me hate mail. Don't send me bad deals. Just if you want to agree to disagree, we can agree to disagree. But don't take anything that we're saying on here personally, you guys. It's not personal attacks. It's just our opinions on the trends that we're seeing. So with that being said, we will see you guys in the next episode.